0: What is podcasting profit? Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 320. you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch and improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I know many people are thinking about starting a podcast or they've started their podcast with one thing in mind, profit. And that's not bad because... Profit can mean many things. Now, to many people, profit means money. And if that's the only reason that you're podcasting, I really think you need to reevaluate that. But I think profit stands for something more. And every podcast needs profit. P R O F I T. Make profit stand for something. I really like the profound philosophical sound of that statement. Make profit stand for something. But I do mean it in the other sense that profit is an acrostic for different types of profit a podcast can bring. Popularity, relationships, opportunities, fun, income, and tangibles. Thus, profiting from your podcast can mean much more than merely making money, although that can be part of it. Furthermore, profit isn't only about what you gain from your podcast, It's also about what your audience gains. What's in it for them? How does your podcast benefit them? Not only how does it benefit you, which is really a selfish perspective, how does it benefit others? Thus, as I talk about what profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, is, think about it from the perspective of what you gain and what you give. You are giving profit to your audience as well as potentially gaining profit in return. So P-R-O-F-I-T, popularity, relationships, opportunities, fun, income, and tangibles. These are parts of what we talk about inside Podcaster Society when we're talking about profit because it's not only about making money. And Podcaster Society is certainly not only for podcasters who want to monetize their podcasts. But it is for all podcasters who want to profit, who want to gain popularity, relationships, opportunities, fun, income, and tangibles from their podcast. So if you're interested in that, then go to podcasterssociety.com and join our membership over there so you can get encouraging community, inspirational training, and expert support so that you can improve the art and the profit of your podcast. I've got that link in the show notes for this episode as well as all of the other notes for what I'll be talking about at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash profit. Let's dig into this in deeper detail. P is for popularity. Some people enjoy fame, and with popularity often comes influence, the ability to affect people's thinking. A podcast can certainly help you become popular. After all, you're the one with the microphone and an audience, and it can be quite funny to recognize the audience you have compared to the audience you might have had in other places. Like, I have a background of being a public speaker for an internationally recognized Christian ministry. And I was really excited when the biggest audience I ever spoke to, one of the first times I got to speak for that ministry, was about 700 people. And the biggest church I ever preached in was maybe four or five hundred people in that church. And that ministry, the CEO of that ministry, would be thrilled to speak to an audience of one or two thousand people. Now, with my podcast, I reach even more people than the ministry reached in a regular session. And that's week after week after week after week. And this isn't a numbers thing. Your audience could be tens of people or thousands of people, but you could be popular to that audience. You could be their number one podcast. You could be the celebrity to them, and you could be looked up to by your followers. And then think about this from your audience's perspective. How does your podcast help your audience get popular? Not in the sense of making them famous. But how do you help them influence others? For good, I hope. That's popularity. The R is for relationships. When most people reach the end of their lives, you hear them talk about their relationships, sometimes with regret, sometimes with joy. When many people reach certain successes, they often credit their relationships. And certainly, I couldn't be here without my relationships. Most importantly, on earth, my relationship with my wife. And when many people struggle, they depend on their relationships. Podcasting creates relationships in the form of friendships, partnerships, community, and even marriages. Yes, some people have gotten married because of podcasts or because of podcasting. And unfortunately, some people have gotten divorced because of podcasting. It's a sad state that has happened in several cases. But relationships are important and you know that. You usually can't put a price on a relationship either. Almost any relationship, really. Yes, if you have a sponsor who's paying you based on how many downloads an episode gets, so you're in some kind of CPM model, there is a price for every audience member you have. But your relationship with that audience member could be worth far more than the few pennies a sponsor might give you for them. Podcasting can introduce you to some of your best friends. Podcasting can connect you with partners who can help you boost your business or push you toward your goals, even if they're not business related. And podcasting can give you friends around the world. And I know this because podcasting has done all that for me too. Yes, podcasting can make competitors from some friends, and I've been in that place as well, but your maturity can make your relationships stronger than that. And it may take some time to become that mature, to learn how to overcome the competitive attitude. It could be a birth order thing. It can be a personality thing, certainly. But we all can be strong enough to make our relationships more important than competition. Think about what relationships you have now that you couldn't have had without your podcast. Boy, most of my relationships exist today or exist in the way they do today because of my podcast. Some of my closest friends are because of podcasting. Going to events like Podcast Movement or Social Media Marketing World, the most disappointing thing to do while there is sleep because so many of my best friends are there. I want to stay up and talk and share ideas and listen to ideas and get inspired and inspire others. Those relationships are priceless. Now think about how your podcast helps your audience improve their relationships. Maybe you become their one friend. Maybe you give them the courage to do what's right in their relationships. Maybe you distract them from their relationships long enough that they can refocus with a new perspective and thus make their relationships better. This is a key part of profiting from your podcast, your relationships. You often hear people say, It's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, you've also probably heard people say, it's really about who knows you. Become known from your podcast. Build relationships with your podcast. And that can lead to so many other opportunities that we could go on and on for hours. And many people do. Talking about the potential relationships and the profit you can get from those relationships because of your podcast. And then oh. opportunities. Dave Jackson's School of Podcasting show has a frequent segment called Because of My Podcast. And I really like this segment. It's really cool to hear the wide range of answers. They're they're quite amazing so many times. Because of people's podcasts, and that's regardless of whether they send in feedback to Dave's show, I've seen people get their dream jobs. I've seen people get to travel abroad I've seen people get to try interesting things. I've seen people get to attend exclusive events and more. These opportunities were only possible because of their podcasts. How did I get to speak at podcasting and social media conferences all over? Because of my podcast. How have I had the opportunity to interview some celebrities? Because of my podcast. How have I been featured on local TV and other local media and heralded as a global industry expert? Because of my podcast, and and please, I don't share this to brag, but to give you a glimpse of what's possible, because you can achieve these kinds of things. And I'm I'm not saying this like, oh, buy my nine hundred ninety nine dollar program, or no, it has to end with a seven. So buy my nine hundred ninety seven dollar program, and you too can be as successful as me. No, it takes a lot of hard work. It takes time, but these opportunities can open up because of your podcast. You don't have to be internationally recognized to be heralded as an industry expert. You don't have to have a massive following to get local media coverage. You don't have to be the number one podcast for anything to interview celebrities. It's really about your position and the opportunities that you create for your podcast. And that takes time. That takes patience. None of this happens overnight. Most of these opportunities, even in my own life, most of these opportunities have happened after consistent persistence. And most of them have happened. Actually, I would say all of them have happened because of relationships. And you'll see that same thing too. It could be a relationship that you didn't know you had. Someone who's been listening to your podcast faithfully episode after episode since the beginning. Or maybe they just recently subscribed and they go back and listen to all of your back catalog episodes, which I've shared. Several of my own audience members have done that and they mentioned that in their podcast reviews. And you'll see that in other podcast reviews too. And you might have that in your own podcast reviews. You'll see people saying, I listened to the latest episode and I had to go back and listen to a bunch of other episodes as well. So you could have a relationship with someone and not realize it But they feel like they know you. And so when an opportunity opens up, they want to present it to you because they feel like you would be the best fit for this opportunity. So what opportunities has your podcast created for you? And how can you help create amazing opportunities for your audience? The F in profit is for fun. Yes, this is actually a way to profit from your podcast, because remember, profit doesn't always mean money. You can make people laugh or cry. You can help them focus or get distracted when necessary. And you can give them and yourself something to look forward to. In my episode 301, where I shared the full story of my life and podcasting and and how podcasting was really used by God to save my life. One of the things that happened was during that year of horrible depression, where many times I felt like ending my life. I felt like everything in my life was destroyed. And if you look at it, really, yeah, most of the things that I held very dear in my life were crumbling and, f- and being taken away or ripped away from my life. What did I have left? Very few things. But I did have podcasts because that was one aspect of my life. That was not connected to everything that was crumbling around me during that time. And podcasts gave me something to look forward to. I knew on certain days of the week, oh, this day may be horrible, but I know that such and such podcast comes out on this day. I'll have that podcast to be able to listen to at my soul-sucking job, or I'll, I'll have that podcast to be able to listen to on my drive back home so I can cool down from this tough, frustrating day. You could be that for your audience. And that could be a kind of fun. It could be a kind of encouragement even. And having fun is a totally acceptable reason to podcast. For you and any possible co-host to have fun and invite your audience to have fun with you. That's why you see a lot of people having TV show fan podcasts. is because they enjoy the show. They want to talk about it. They're having fun theorizing. They're having fun critiquing the show. They're having fun joking about things. They're having fun pulling things apart, theorizing, finding Easter eggs, doing all of this back research about a TV show. They have fun with this stuff. And that's why we do our Once Upon a Time podcast. We enjoy the show. We're having fun with the community. And fun, like all other aspects of profit, is not exclusive. Of these other aspects of profit. You can have fun and monetize. You can have fun and create opportunities. You can have fun and benefit with these other aspects of profit. I did an episode a while back, number 152, about seven ways to make podcasting fun. I linked to that in the show notes. I recommend going back and listening to that. And figuring out some ways that if podcasting has stopped being fun to you at some level, then maybe you need to breathe some new life into your podcast and make it fun again. I'm not saying your podcast has to be laughter all the time, but because you're communicating with your voice, people can hear if you're faking it. They can hear whether you're truly passionate, whether you care about this thing, whether you enjoy this thing. That's why It's such a buzzword in podcasting, but it is so important. We use the word passion to describe the kind of fun we have in podcasting. And I think this is a key part of profiting from your podcast to have fun. The I is for income. Yes, now we come to the money part of this, but this isn't the only way to profit from your podcast. And although I recommend that everyone find the profit, P R O F I T, in their podcasts. It doesn't always mean you have to find the money. Money, I really think that money should not always be the main goal of your podcast. Yes, even if your podcast is a business, money is important, but it should never be the sole purpose. You look at these companies that are highly successful and While money is important to them, certainly because they need money to continue running as a business, their main goal is usually to serve in some way, to provide a value so that people will return value. It's the value for value model, as Adam Curry, the podfather, calls it. It's only a minority of podcasters who will attribute their entire income to their podcast, especially so direct that if they stop podcasting, their income would entirely cease Even successful podcasters like Pat Flynn or John Lee Dumas, who are heralded as making all of this money in podcasting or because of their podcast, but even they earn the majority of their income from outside their podcast, but their podcast does bring the audience. So if you want to call that direct or indirect, that's up to you, but it's from outside of the content they release in their actual episodes. Even for myself, the Audacity to Podcast doesn't have a sponsor. It's had a sponsor a couple times in the past and some of those I regret, a couple others I made them fit in. So the Audacity to Podcast itself isn't making money in the sense that when I publish an episode, that doesn't instantly mean money starts flowing into my bank account. No, it doesn't work that way. It's really about I create value and I deliver that in many ways And I offer many different opportunities for my audience to provide value in return. And now my biggest focus for that is Podcaster Society, where I'm really pouring in podcasting value and bringing in other experts to pour in podcasting value as well, where they can help with their expertise, whether that's community or sponsorships or WordPress or interviews or strategy or all of these other aspects of podcasting. So if you're interested in improving your profit from your podcast, Podcaster Society is the best place to do that, even if profit to you doesn't mean money. But bringing this back to the topic of income, I often see polar opposite ideas in podcasting. On one side is that income is evil and should never be considered at all for any podcast because it's art, man. Don't mess with art. On the other side are the podcasters, that have income as their primary goal, thinking, I want to start a podcast and in six weeks I want to quit my job and make all of my money from nothing but my podcast. I think both of these ideas are wrong. They're polar opposites. So the balance should be somewhere in the middle. Yes, maybe leaning more one way or the other. Consider a hobbyist podcaster. They're not concerned with getting a paycheck from the podcast. After all, if they were then they'd no longer be a hobbyist podcaster. But I also think they shouldn't undervalue themselves or others. And a business-oriented podcaster who is focused on needing to make the bottom line, needing to make a paycheck to provide for their families or provide for other people, they might be obsessed with monetizing their platform, but I really think they need to focus on delivering real value first before they ask for value in return from their audience. There are plenty of ways to make money from podcasting, both direct and indirect ways. And we do talk about this inside Podcaster Society. But have you considered how your podcast can help your audience with their own income? Maybe you save them money. That's helping them with their income. Maybe you help them spend money on better choices. That's helping them. Maybe you help them be more productive with their time at their job or within their own business they run so that they become more indispensable and valuable to others. Maybe you help change their mood so they're able to serve others better within their job and thus not lose their job or get paid better in their job because they're in a better mood and people do better work when they're in better moods. So how does your podcast bring you and your audience income? The T is for tangibles. This is the final type of profit, and it's the kind of thing that you might otherwise have to pay for, but it's loaned or given to you because of your podcast. For example, movie passes, free travel, products to try, and sometimes even get to keep, and more, are tangibles that your podcast can earn you. It's not something that pays for your mortgage, but it is some way that you profit from your podcast. And despite what you might think or might sometimes feel, this type of profit is often not exclusive to the most popular podcasts or the podcasts with the greatest audience. It's more about relevance and quality. For example, audio gear companies frequently let me borrow or even keep gear to test, review, provide feedback on, or simply use. This kind of profit does take time. Because you have to build a reputation. If you start a podcast about podcasting today, don't expect Electrovoice or Audio Technica or Rode or any of these companies to start sending you free microphones and asking for your feedback on things. It takes time. You have to stick with it. And then you could someday have more offers than you can handle. My storage closet in my office is starting to fill up with different products That have been given to me that I've had the opportunity to test, review, use, give away, or different things like that. And that's come over time. There was no way that I could go to one of those companies in the early days and ask for a free microphone. And even today, I don't approach a company asking for a free handout. I ask about how I can provide a value to them by reviewing their products or testing their products. And sometimes they let me keep the products, which is really cool. Sometimes I don't get to keep the products, which is a real bummer. But I had that wonderful opportunity to try it. If you have the kind of podcast that could profit with tangibles, then you might want to look back to episode 313, how to get press access for your podcast to learn more ways to position your podcast to receive tangibles like this. So you can get to review movies before anyone else. So you can get to test certain products so that you can have certain software. There's a bunch of stuff that I would have totally been willing to pay for or was in the process of paying for or saving up for, but that's been given to me because of my podcast. I remember when Emily Prokop started her first podcast, which was called Classy Little Podcast, which has since been retired. She sent me an email telling me about a way that she profited from her podcast in the early days. The classy little podcast would often start with a wine and cheese recommendation. And a winery at one point sent her a free bottle of wine to try and talk about in the podcast. That's nice profit if you enjoy that. Other podcasters like Hall of Fame podcaster Danny Pena from the Gamer Tag Radio podcast has profited by receiving video games to try, sometimes before the public gets them. He's probably received consoles or accessories and probably has a closet full of things that companies send him to try to talk about. And some of those he gets to keep, some of them he gets to give away. These are ways that he profits from his podcast. Besides being part of a big network owned by CBS, Besides the sponsorships, besides the other opportunities, tangibles can be a great way to profit from your podcast. So these are six aspects, six ways that you can profit from your podcast. Popularity, relationships, opportunities, fun, income, and tangibles. So should you profit from your podcast? Yes. I think profit is not only possible for every podcast. But I think it is necessary for every podcast. Because without profit for you and your audience, what's the purpose of your podcast? These six types of profit are part of what I call the five cornerstones of a great podcast. Content, presentation, production, promotion, and profit. And that's what Podcaster Society is all about. Helping you improve your podcast so you can profit, even if that's without money. And I feel like I have to give that caveat every time that profit doesn't always mean income. It can mean these other things. And that's what we help you achieve in Podcaster Society. And I'm thrilled that Podcaster Society is now open to new members. And this is the best way to get what you need to improve and grow your podcast after episode one. Because... We don't want to be talking about how do you get an iTunes, how do you launch an RSS feed, do you need a website, that kind of thing. We want to take the conversation beyond that and say, okay, you've launched, now what? You want to get better. You want to launch a new show. How can you leverage the platform you already have to make your new show even better? You want to improve the quality in your podcast, the content, the presentation, production, promotion. You want to improve the profit from your podcast. That's what Podcaster Society is for. So come join us for encouraging community, inspirational training, and expert support. It's at podcasterssociety.com. I'd love to have you in there to help you make your podcast amazing so that you can also get amazing popularity, relationships, opportunities, fun, income, or tangibles. That's at podcasterssociety.com. I have two podcast reviews I want to read to you and bring some insight from these reviews. The first is from Joe Shortridge from the United States of America and co host of the 222 Paranormal podcast. He very eloquently wrote, I am always scanning the podcast to learn more. I landed on your podcast and a ray of light shined through the roof and landed on my computer. LOL. <laughs> this by far is the best and most informative podcast out there. Thank you so much for all your help. Keep up the great work. Oh, And your episode on security made me go back and change a lot of things. I didn't realize how many things I was doing wrong. Oh, and I did have a file in my computer called passwords. (laughs) Thank you very much for that kind review, Joe. The 222 Paranormal podcast is available in podcast apps. And here's a description of Joe's podcast. All Things Paranormal with your host, Jennifer Shortridge and Joe Shortridge, brother and sister duo. Joe and Jen have been interested in all things paranormal since their childhood. We bring to you our personal experiences, news from the paranormal world, and special guests. So if that interests you, and if you want to see if brother and sister can do a podcast well together, you can check out their website from the link in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash profit. Also thanks to Philip Wilkerson from the United States and host of the Positive Filter podcast who wrote in his podcast review each episode provides me with at least one tangible action step that i can use i'm really encouraged by that and the positive filter podcast wouldn't you like some positivity here's the description in the podcast app positive filter is a podcast about how to infuse positive thinking into everyday life topics range from interpersonal relationships goal setting positive self-talk and spreading positivity the creator of the podcast is Philip Wilkerson, who also created the hashtag Ill Awards. The goal is to use social media and technology as a means to spread a message of hope and to influence the world for change one person at a time. I think we could all use some positivity in our lives, regardless of where you are on the political spectrum or where you are in the world. So if that podcast positive filter or the 222 Paranormal podcast interests you, then check out the links in the show notes inside your app or at the audacity to podcast.com slash profit. I hope you will consider joining podcaster society where I and the other experts can help you profit from your podcast, whether that profit is popularity, relationships, opportunities, fun, income, or tangibles. Check it out at podcasters Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools it's time for you to go launch and improve and profit from your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from TheAudacityPodcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.